0: Hey, welcome to another episode of Jas and Sasha. As usual, it's just us two talking. I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, so last time we talked about, like we wanted to talk about healthy productivity because that's kind of where we left off last time, right? Last time we were talking about, um, let me pull my notes up so I can have you in the screen and my notes. <clears throat> Right. So we were talking about productivity and kind of what we do. And then at the end we were
1: like, we, we were talking about healthy productivity, but we didn't get around to it. We didn't get around. And I was like, I feel like that topic deserves a conversation of its own. Yeah. So
0: basically, yeah. So I just wanted to ask you, what is healthy productivity to
1: you? (laughs) Yeah. I think for me healthy productivity is um getting things done um uh, getting getting things done in a way that doesn't impede on my mental health um and actually honors my creative rhythms and creative cycles and my nature and what I mean by that is it's not just oh it's not great for my mental health if i'm doing this i actually work in a way that's good for my mental health if that makes sense like um it's like uh what am i how can i explain this better it's like the it's like me feeling good isn't just the absence of um poor mental health it's me thriving and for me to thrive it's like um, I work in a way that kind of manages my energy and I guess honours my creative rhythms and keeps certain things at bay, um, like perfectionism and other things and whatnot. So that's quite a convoluted answer, but I feel like there's a lot in that answer. So I guess it was kind yeah. of intentional.
0: So I had, I had the luxury of preparing this so because I, I wanted to give the podcast a little bit more structure. So I had time to think of an answer. So, but basically to me, it's working in a way that is sustainable and enjoyable. For me, that's what like healthy productivity is. And again, I think, I think that ties into kind of all the things you said it's, it's all the things about doing work that like I enjoy. So that is, I guess, I don't know. Unhealthy productivity is essentially me being productive or doing work and not liking it and not doing it in a way
1: that's sustainable. That's, that's pretty much it, right? At least, yeah. at least for me. I love that. That was really succinct. And I guess, um, could, could, sorry, could you repeat that sentence again? Just so I can hear it. So again? basically what it is to me is working in a way that's sustainable and enjoyable. I love it. Yeah. Um, and I guess for me, the, the only other little thing I'd add to that, cause that's like, that sums up beautifully is there's some life stuff which kind of comes into that but I mean you pretty much that sentence is lovely sustainable feel good um and I don't know there's something about balance working in a balanced way and you know people talk about oh work-life balance and whatnot, yeah but I'm just I'm just like yeah kind of working in a balanced way, whatever that means. So for from, from me, for example, that means um, I like sat in the spa at the gym earlier after I'd had a couple of hours of quite intense work on my screen. Um, it might mean some fresh air, getting out for a walk. It might mean um, just doing an activity that doesn't involve being on my screen. It might mean knowing my limits and like if if there's something on my mind and i'm like really kind of getting into a place of like perfection or like anxiety or overworking overthinking it might mean having the awareness to take a step away from that um it might mean knowing when to switch off for the day so again i've added some things to that but i I feel like that yeah that um that sentence you shared, your definition, is an amazing springboard for us to uh, kind of discuss further, like I guess I've started doing.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, actually, so the next thing I wanted to talk about was, in kind of what you said is like, so why does why does healthy productivity matter? Or, you know, or why, or, you know, people who are listening, why should they care? Why should they even give a shit about healthy productivity, right? but and i think intuitively to an extent if you're listening you already know why it's important because you've probably gone through it and you know what it's like you know so yeah and i just yeah i just want to get your opinion on
1: that like so what do you think why is it important yeah th- this is really important and just to like pick up on what something you said there you were like oh on one hand people listening to this will kind of know i feel like a lot of pe- people listening to this who have maybe been working on a side project or trying to do their thing or have done in the past have kind of experienced a time or times when it's been tough and they've recognized that they've worked too hard or um otherwise kind of been affected by comparisons of uh comparing how much they do with others and um maybe even i think this is huge this is so big i was listening to a podcast earlier about this um with someone who's pretty well known who was sharing her experiences um a lot of us have learned to get validation from productivity and work and output and wrap uh, yeah. like, our identity and our self-worth around that. And that is so freaking dangerous. And I still catch myself doing it. Um, but I think the recognition and the awareness of it is just really important and, ha- and has helped me like um, become, become better at, at managing that compared to how I, how I used to, if you like.
0: Yeah, and the uh the comparison thing, yeah, I don't know, that one always hits me because it used to I used to do it so frequently and it made me such like a bitter person, I think. Like doing I don't do it as much anymore. In fact, I almost don't do it at all anymore because the way I look at it is like I'm on my journey, I'm on my own path and my path is literally probably not the same as anyone else's not step for step. At least there's probably similarities, but not step for step, no way. So I kind of have to go and find my own way in comparing myself just like, it it also goes back. It goes to the thing. Like it took me 10 years to be an overnight success, right? That, that saying is like, you only see the end product and then you compare yourself to the end product, which is honestly really stupid (laughs) because it took a very long time for those people to get there most of the time you know obviously some people are lucky um and then the other thing you said is um yeah it's i listen to this motivational speaker sometimes his name's les brown not sometimes i listen to it pretty frequently i like it because it gets me hyped up and like i just enjoy like the energy he gives off while he's talking um i don't like a lot of the self help help stuff because i think it's not that i think it's stupid but i think it's um I just don't think it's useful to lie to yourself <laughs> in in some situations, but I think like the motivational stuff where it's like, keep trying, keep pushing, keep going is, is good. Um, anyway, sorry. That was a long way to say he talks about, he has this part in one of his speeches where he talks about separating who you are from what you do. Mm. And if what you do isn't good, he, he has this um, thing. It's like, he quoted some basketball coach. They lost the game in like the finals and they were like, we were exposed for what we are tonight. So it doesn't mean that they're a bad basketball team. It means they were a bad basketball team that night, that instance, they were a bad basketball team. So it's like, in that instance where you do whatever thing, don't tie yourself up into it too much because it just might be that it was a bad go, a bad effort, whatever. Right
1: this is big man because yeah it's that difference between this didn't work to i don't work exactly this failed to i am a failure i am failure yeah like that that messaging is it's hard hitting cuz it's a real um it's a real deep rooted belief yeah um, but yeah just just hearing you share your experience from maybe comparing yourself and now acknowledging that you're you're not defined by that but like you're where you are you have your own journey again I was there with um, just online social media linked like LinkedIn Twitter like indie hackers MRR and and like people's (laughs) progress and all this stuff and I think I also realized like it's not helping me to um, compare myself to other people yeah, and to beat myself absolutely. up. Um, so yeah, I, I do think, yeah, may, maybe I, I can I can relate to what you said, and it's just been a case of realizing, maybe yeah, and yeah, um, I guess kind of being more rooted in myself and being okay with who I am and where I'm at, and and like you said, not attaching outcomes to me like myself worth and and this is where other things come in like for me personally um my like my relationships like friendships and connections are one of those are one of the things which really help me um be like be rooted in who I am, and just like feel, yeah. just not not that I I get my identity from other people, but it's just like just help me feel more secure as opposed to um, attaching all of my happiness and all of my identity in the work that I'm doing. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that alone explains why it's so important to have whatever like healthy productivity or basically i guess what we're talking about is working in a healthy way Mm. in a sustainable way not an unhealthy way and yeah just like the one of the first things is yeah it just has such a yeah it has such an impact on your beliefs and what you think about yourself which is massive because if you if you can't even believe in yourself you're not going to get very far i think there's like some saying that's like if you don't think you can do something, you probably can't. And if you think you can do it, you probably will. <laughs> and Yeah. It's, R- it's whether, like...
1: you, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I think it goes. Yeah. It, might yeah, have been, yeah. it might have been Henry Henry Ford. Maybe not. Maybe not Henry Ford. And then it also reminds me of a little bit of like once Les Brown says this, in, in, in I've heard him say this, once you defeat the enemy outside, the enemy within can do you... Sorry. Once you, defeat, <laughs> once you defeat the enemy within, the enemy outside can do you no harm. Once you defeat
0: oh. the enemy outside, they can do you no harm. Because yeah, you kill. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <literally> the opposite. <laughs> the opposite of the quote.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I hope we kind of can convince people who are listening why it's important. Uh, again, I had the luxury of writing some stuff down So I'm just going to list off some of the other things that I had just in case like they bring anything to your mind, Jess. So, um, one is you won't be able to do it for a very long time if it's not sustainable, if it's not enjoyable. Um, this is just from my own experience. I don't last very long doing things I don't like. Uh, and yeah, so you're probably not going to last very long, especially if you're doing something just like working yourself super hard. Um, that it's, you're going to burn out. Uh, it doesn't last. So that's one thing. Um, another thing is if you do end up doing it for a long time, <clears throat> you're probably going to end up hating it. So if like, you know, you can do it for a really long time, you're probably not gonna, I guess that's not what I'm trying to say. If you're pushing yourself super hard in an unhealthy way, and you can keep doing that for a long time, um, you're probably not going to like it because, I don't know. That's just not a comfortable place to be, at least in my experience. Um, again, when I've myself very hard, I end up sacrificing other parts of my life that I really enjoy. And just like I end up having like this singular focus and that's hasn't been healthy in my experience. Um, yeah. Third point is you alienate other things in your life. And the fourth thing is, um, yeah, the fourth thing is I think probably the biggest is just things take way longer than you expect most of the time that's been my experience um and so you just better enjoy what you're doing and again it's super cliche it's about the journey not the destination so yeah that's those are those are the other
1: points i had yeah like there's there's so much about this which is just it's it's just so so, like so i it's just so important in so many ways i had i had something on the tip of my tongue, but I've forgotten for now. We'll see if it comes back to me. Um, but yeah, oh yeah. What I wanted to say was it, it's quite a challenge. Um, in, like embarking in on, on like work, like doing your own thing. Um, and Doing that in a healthy way, because in its very yeah. nature, um, you know, you and I have both talked about this, like we, we want to get to a point where, you know, we're not having to just live off savings and we're starting to get some consistent stuff coming in. Exactly. Um, yet we still need to, in the moment, have some like sense of like being like just not working ourselves into the ground and making everything yeah uh, sing, making all of it it's very difficult for your like to be like a maker or creator and to for that not to be your singular focus and then then it becomes a fine line between um healthy versus unhealthy with that i think
0: yeah and it's it's really hard i mean at least for me and i'm sure a lot of other people like when you're living off savings and you know that you're living off your savings you almost want to push yourself um you just always you almost really want to push yourself super hard till you get there but again things take time to get off the ground and it's like if you haven't properly you know if you haven't properly set up like how much time you want to spend on this and how much effort like if you haven't planned it out, you know what I mean? To some extent, I think you're just going to end up pushing yourself super hard and burning out. Um, Yeah. And it's, and it's so easy to do because it feels like there's this, at least for me, it feels like there's this looming thing that's like coming for me. But I, at the same time, I know if I just give myself enough time and I work consistently that I'll be able to get something, you know, works for me. So, but yeah, it's, it's a balancing act with, with that.
1: Yeah. And like, for me, it's, I think w- when it comes to productivity we we've all got for example like different ways of um uh working even with goals uh like th- there's something um called the four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin uh, you might be quite interested in doing it. I can share the link with you if you haven't okay. but basically, I think I came out as a rebel, which means that like in our know, and outer order like i rebel against like so i've I've got an interesting relationship with goals and goal setting and I, i spoke a little bit in the last episode about having to keep it pretty short and brief and what have you um but i think for me what's been like a healthier mantra to kind of combat work 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 more 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 hustle 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 is just put one foot in front of the other without tripping myself up yeah that's like become a quote for me like i'm i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put one foot in front of the other like if i've gotta do this thing like even on like a like a daily or weekly like um for example like a great example i'm like getting ready to release my book um and i'm doing i've kind of been doing research on like categories and keywords for upload for amazon and of course like that there there could be no end to that but i'm just like i'm just going to i'm i'm just going to allocate i'm going to do what i can over the next week or so that i have before the release um and yeah like whatever wherever i've got to with it like that's what i'm going to do and i'm going to do upload and then that's it or it might be i don't know you know just like um a bigger picture goal like oh i'm aiming towards um, I might be aiming towards like this ballpark in terms of how much I want to be making a year or a month or whatever it is, but I'm walking towards that. I'm I'm putting one foot in front of the other, and I'm just kind of trusting. I, I, I've got that destination to head move towards, but I'm not like, um, I've I've not like op- operating from a place of fear and like clinging tightly and like anxiety. Yeah, um, which is what I might've done in like, Dude, my earlier days of doing my own thing. That's,
0: that's perfect for like the next thing I wanted to talk about actually is I wanted to go over, I wanted us to talk about some of our experiences where we've, again, like been working in an insane, I'm going to call it whatever, unhealthy productivity, but working in ways that are not in sustainable or not enjoyable. So mm. like, and a couple of things as well as like, one, what did that feel like? Two. What did that do to you? And three. When did you realize that this thing that you were doing was
1: unhealthy? Yeah. There's been there's been plenty of times, but like I think the the first there's one that really kind of comes to mind, which was basically uh, kind of around, uh, it kind of was in the going on in the build up to eventually like I um my depression and anxiety diagnosis that I was given so I was working on this ma- uh, on my master's it was like a full-time master's but I had a lot of I did not have many lectures so I had quite a lot of just time on my hands and so my first business was like I guess more of a traditional um service-based business it was like an alternative to a, uh, university type thing and it involved basically from the outset it wasn't something I'd be able to do myself and I didn't I wouldn't ever really have wanted to uh, I, I was the I was passionate about the idea but like the practicality just wasn't there and I remember I was just in a spot where it was my first time didn't know what I was doing I was had a lot on my plate I, this was the biggest thing for me. This was the first thing I did, like, after I left my job. And I had this really unhealthy perception that everyone, because I'd, I guess I'd shared it online or whatever, and people, obviously, my colleagues knew, I felt like everyone was watching me. And like if i failed uh they'd like laugh and point and i'd look really stupid yeah and looking back a A, that was silly to think and and b that actually probably led to my mental health deterioration because i i just kept my, my my reaction was just to keep going and to give myself more and almost just to to like numb myself out um and uh like ignore what was going on so so, so, so that, that's what it was like for me like that but well, that's all, that's one very visceral experience that i remember quite quite vividly even to this day or that period of time if you like yeah
0: i guess i i guess like i don't know what what i don't know can you explain what that i guess you kind of did but you know what do you think that did for you like in terms of affecting you
1: yeah i know i I kind of didn't directly answer your question as such but so, could you repeat the the question yeah it's (laughs) like
0: when basically let me say it like this when you do unhealthy things or you do things you kind of hate for a while they take a toll on you so it's like what did that do to you like how did it affect you you know were there effects after it, afterwards from it you know it, it, led, it,
1: it led to paranoia it led to me being depressed and anxious and i say that because i went to see someone and i had to fill out I, I was told you've got depression and anxiety okay okay i actually got i got to a point where and this was compounded by that business and those feelings and, the, and i guess the, the perceived failure of it my master's came to an end and I just had an identity crisis, which I thought I would have solved by the time i finished that year. So the idea was I quit my job. I've got this year where I'm doing this master's. And in that time I figure out what I want to do and it didn't happen like that. So yeah, it, it led to like one of my lowest points, like even my happiest times my happy, like happy things, like going to the gym, which would be like my, my happy place and make me feel better. I didn't want to, I, I, I remember going to the gym and just like really being, feeling really crap and being like, people can notice that there's something wrong with me. Like I was so, I was super paranoid. I, I didn't want to see like anyone. And like my mum was like, you're not right. So she was the one that noticed that man, I got to, re- yeah, I got to a really bad place. Um, so this wasn't, I guess this wasn't just from that, but that was one of the things that business and my, yeah. my relationship with it, I would say, um, yeah, yeah, but it was pretty, you know, I think we we all got, we've all got, our we all go through our, our challenges and we've all had our highs and our lows for me. That was a major low. That was pretty, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty rough for me.
0: Um, yeah it sounds pretty rough uh when did you realize like i don't know did you ever realize like what you were doing was just like how did you realize like it was having that effect on you while you were doing it or was it only after the fact
1: I i think it happened so slowly in the moment so you know when they say like you put a frog in boiling water it'll jump out i think for me it was it was a gradual process so it was like um I think that that, yeah there was a lot of just kept my thoughts to myself and uh, there was a lot of avoidance and numbing out and it just got worse and worse yeah um yeah I really wasn't myself like I lost like I I wouldn't have I, I, I wouldn't have been able to jump on like even have this call like I wouldn't even have wanted to speak to you because I think my perception was um I'm in a really low place and and this is also something that that's quite silly that I do for myself. If I'm in a low place, I don't like people seeing me in a low place. Um, yeah, maybe a bit of I pride in there, but I think, I, I think a lot of that is down to like, I don't want to put my low mood. I don't want to like burden anyone else with that. So yeah, it kind of got into a bit of a cycle unhealthy cycle. Yeah. It's, have you have true. you ever had any like we i guess we've kind of well i'm not that surprised uh, i i' didn't, i don't know where this conversation would go, but we've kind of got into like the mental health realm and territory like have you yeah have, have you had like not that we you know necessarily comparing or you know everyone's got their stuff but have you yeah have you have you ever had a like mental health challenges and i guess b mental health challenges that have resulted from this um, path that you're on kind of um, in terms of what you're doing kind of work-wise.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, and I think, I don't know, I think mental health naturally comes with the territory of like, you're working a lot, you're tying up a lot of these results and who you are and all these things. So it, I think mm. naturally it comes up that your mental health, you know, it, it's, it happens to whatever, like a lot of Indies, a lot of founders, a lot of people, like they all, Talk about this. They all talk about it on Twitter, or they briefly mention it, but it's never really something that gets a whole lot of like it gets attention, but not as much attention as as the other things. So, yeah, absolutely. I've had you know like mental health challenges and and things like this related to. I mean, the answer is yes, but I'm trying to pick out a particular story or a particular moment, and I mean. I'll just tell you one because it kind of ties in with the episode and I I wrote it down a little bit earlier. It was when I got into university and like, so before just to set it up was like in high school, I was a complete fuck up. I didn't do anything. I did zero studying. I got through just by like osmosis, picking up information. And I don't know, public school in the US is like, you show up, you go there, they let you through pretty much. Um, You're not like, you know, if you show up every single day or you show up, you know, most days they they pretty much let you through and you, they give you your diploma and so on. And so I, I went to uh, a community college, which is like not a public university right away, but it's like a cheaper alternative. That's actually a lot easier to go to. So I went there and then I crushed it my first year there. And then I got into a state university the next year and Yeah, when I got to the State University, like just the workload was such a step up from what I had been doing. And I had already tied so much of myself up into like in high school, like being an idiot and not knowing anything and kind of just scraping by to like being in in community college and figuring out like, oh, I'm not an idiot. Like I can figure this stuff out. And so then I got to State University and like I was just overwhelmed with work. And I was just working on it 24 seven. And because my, I guess my ego, I thought my future, I thought my whole life was wrapped up in the grades I got in these classes, which is not at all. Um, true. Um, no one gives a shit about your grades <laughs> except you <laughs> for the most part, as long as you finish, um, you'll probably get a job. Um, you will get a job. Um, and, yeah, just like the workload was so heavy. I developed like, I just had, I just developed so many like disgusting things that happened. Like one thing that what, <laughs> it's happening right now as I think about it is like, I had sweaty hands constantly. I was constantly anxious and constantly nervous. Um, and especially like, I remember when I would go into tests and my hands would just be pouring with sweat. Like I would be sweating profusely, like going into tests. Um, and yeah, just like this nervous, anxious behavior about getting good grades. It just like ended up taking over my whole life. Um, and I guess in a way, like trying to prove that I wasn't stupid to myself or or something like that. And yeah, I remember in particular, there was one course that I was taking and I got out of the exam and I was like, Oh my God, I fucking failed that. Like I did so bad. I, I felt like I felt like trash, pure trash. Um, And then I ended up getting the grade back and I did fine. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just like felt terrible. I developed all these like poor habits. And I remember, I remember even I would go back to, I would commute a lot from like my state university back to my house in Des Moines with my parents. And I remember telling my mom, like, I'm quitting after, after this year, like, this is too much. I can't do this. It's, and I fucking hated it, like, I really hated it, but somehow I finished my degree. But it was like, I think those were probably the three or four most challenging years of my life in terms of work and what I put myself through. I remember there was one semester where I was taking all these classes and after I got done taking all my finals, I got on, I got, so there was like buses that would commute around the schools. I'm like, I got on, <laughs> this is gonna sound so stupid, I got on the bus and I felt like I had just like got out of a war zone. Like this massive weight was like lifted off my shoulders. And I was like, thank God that I'm done with this semester. You know, I have some time for myself and it was just, yeah, man. I don't know. Like it was just awful. And then I remember I, I forgot what year, I think it was my junior year. There was like a, they have like mental health, uh, like counselors and stuff. That, um, that are that are there on campus to help students. And I remember going in there and just like going to talk to her and just like bursting in tears like immediately like as I went to talk to her. Um, and so I don't know. There's just like a lot of things with, yeah, and yeah. I don't usually. So like, I guess I'm realizing now. I'm thinking now in my head the un like the unhealthy productivity or like the unhealthy work or whatever, or all that work you're doing, I think is not, I think sometimes it's just like, you're trying to compensate for something. You're trying to, I don't know. You, th- It's, it, I think it all goes back to like your beliefs about yourself and kind of your mental state. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that was an okay told story for me, but yeah, like I, I have had, and I, I mean, even I had them in my job, like, um, like the job before I quit, before I started being an indie hacker or indie maker or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, man. But I, I've, I've had loads of those. Uh,
1: out of interest, like, because I feel like grades are comparable to like work stuff later on. Um, because I definitely got really used to like priding myself on getting good grades and like lapping up like praise from like teachers and my parents and stuff in a way that probably wasn't ideal um but like what what was it for you because you know you were sharing how the you know, weight off your shoulders and like really sweaty hands and palms and like, I'm just getting that, that real high stake stuff there. So have you, did you ever dig into that and like figure out where that came from?
0: I mean, yeah, I think it was mostly like the way I thought about it and was thinking about it was the grades that I get or how I do in college is going to determine the rest of my future is what it felt like. It felt like a pivotal moment in my life. And it felt like if I didn't do, it felt like a life or death situation in a way. Um, it felt like if I didn't do well here, that the rest of my life, like I
1: just couldn't, I wouldn't be able to do well. Well, when you say life or death. That, that's probably literally what it was, because fight or flight. Like it, it sounds like you were those symptoms of sweaty palms and that anxiety. That's a that's fight and flight. The anxiety is kind of like a fight and flight, fight or flight thing. Um, so, ha- like, has that changed now? Because, because like, I guess what I'm wondering is. Yeah, if if that has changed and like for me, I guess, you know, whether, whether it was in the workplace or whether it was at school, I was still accountable to other people and I was within like a system which like felt that I would go up or down, I was rewarded or demoted based on how I did, like how I performed, whereas doing what we're doing now, we kind of, we're accountable to no one slash we're only accountable to ourselves. So yeah, I'm just curious to hear like, if that's changed for you or if it, if, it, if it feels any different right now? I guess it has what changed for me. Sorry. I don't think I, if it has the extent to which you feel that level of kind of um, anxiety and, and, and pressure and, and weight to perform.
0: You know, it doesn't feel, you know, what's crazy is it doesn't feel as heavy right now even though I think the stakes are higher now than in college in college, Mm. it literally felt like, like life or death. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why, maybe because I was so naive. I just didn't, I didn't realize I didn't know, but yeah, now I feel like, I don't know. I also just, I think the way I think is different and that has a huge effect. Like uh, the way I think about it now is like, I'm, you know, like we live in a market economy, the market decides most things, right? Like, if you figure, if you understand the market, you figure something out, you know, it'll, it'll work for you. And until then it's probably not going to work for you or, you know, something along those lines. Right.
1: Uh, yeah. But uh, man, I can really relate to like my like late school years and university years feeling like, Oh, this was pivotal in how my life will pan out. Uh, yeah. And he says he's when I did when I was 16 and I guess now. I've kind of realized that that's not the case. And maybe, I don't know, I've grown in confidence and I'm just more aware of that, and even though like, and I also, another thing I worried about when I left my job, I really worried about, cause like my, I guess my CV now would be, uh, not this neat, perfect thing that I for a long time felt that I needed to have. But I think I um, have confidence in myself to, like get a job if I need a job. And I also think my priorities have changed in terms of, I guess, what I wanna be doing. And like, I guess previously I was like, oh no, like kind of in, in in like a in like a regular career path, like I'd have to maybe have some of those things and tick certain boxes, whereas I'm no longer wanting to go down that route. Um, and if I were to get a job, it, it, I think if I were to get a job, I, I it probably would be a case of getting a job as opposed to committing to another career path. So I think I'm just feeling less, I don't know, somehow feeling less pressured about all of that. Yeah, like, I don't know, that really struck a chord with me
0: in the sense that like, in the sense that like, I don't know, there's, in your life, it feels like there's this, I don't know, there's this traditional path go to school, get a job, go to college, stay in your job, keep that CV up. And if you deviate from that, like, at least I was thinking like, damn, I'm making my life so much harder if I deviate from this, if I, you know what I mean? Like I don't have these things. And like, now that I have deviated from it, I just realized that so many of those thoughts I had were wrong. They're just dead wrong. They're stupid. I was like, you know, who's going to hire me if I have a two year, three year, four year gap, you know, like, I just have my college degree, like, but it's not like I'm doing nothing with my time, you know? Um, and so it's just like, I don't know, it's such a backwards way of thinking. I don't, I think it's just a place, like, I was just operating out of a place of fear, because I think that's what I was used to. Um, but yeah, and the other thing is, like, I just don't think I'm built for that traditional path. I hated it. And I hated, like, I hated school. I hated I hated working at like a traditional job. I even hated like working at a startup. Like I just, I just need to have space for myself to do the things that I want to do and operate the way I would like to operate. And I, I don't know, that's just so critical for me. It's just like, I don't know. Like there was just something about like the corporate world that I was just like, I fucking hate this. I don't know. That's sorry. That's just the thought that was in my
1: well i've got a lot to say on that and you know you said something earlier about things are in a way you're you're kind of managing things better now even though things are more high stakes now way better now and i can completely relate things are so uh, are in a way higher stakes now but i am so much happier and my well-being is so much better um on this i guess unconventional more free creative path that i'm on Um, And I feel like we might have uh, um, a theme or a topic for our next conversation.
0: Yeah. Maybe. I I think
1: we we kind of shared our stories a little bit in maybe the first episode. Um, But I think that that's another one. Like why, like what it was about corporate and what it is about this path that despite, I mean, there's, there's there's differences on, on both sides, but, but why both of us feel, um, why we're on this path and why we feel like good about being where we're at right now even though you know we've we've said no to things like stability and and you know money and you know other stuff
0: yeah um yeah i think we should definitely talk about that for for next one
1: uh and then i guess
0: kind of we can kind of close out you know we kind of talked about what is unhealthy productivity why should people care about it some of our experiences with it and kind of like yeah i mean from those stories you could kind of just tell like the effects that that had on us right um and so i guess like just to close it out i wanted to like what can people do to be productive in a healthy way i guess you know to kind of bring it to like
1: some resolution or. what can people do to be put um to be productive in a healthy way did you say yeah yeah um I can go first yeah, actually because
0: I have I have something written down and uh Yeah, go for it. Basically, I don't have any good advice for this. I think even some of the <laughs> things that I do now aren't completely healthy. Um but I think like the most important thing for me is I'm generally happy and I'm a lot happier than I was when I was working a regular corporate job or these other things where I was also working very hard. Um but I think the main thing is if you're I'm not happy all the time, but I'm not like, look, I don't think happiness is super important in life, but I think not being miserable is. And I've been miserable and I've been like upset and depressed. And as long as I'm not that, I'm like, in fact, I'm happy or I'm, you know, content if I'm not those things, which is, I think, fantastic. And so I think the most important thing is just to like listen to yourself and understand yourself and know when you're not happy. And if it's coming from a place of work or coming from a singular thing or a few things you can kind of narrow down is just like cut those out, cut those out and move on to something else um, because those things bring misery, I think, and, and pain and not liking life. And I just think that's not worth it. So I guess that's like my that's my two cents on like how you can be productive in a healthy ways is just. Make sure you're enjoying the journey. Make sure you're enjoying what you're doing because you're going to be doing that thing probably for a very long time.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, that, that's good. That's good stuff. And like, while she was talking, gave me a moment to, to, to think about what I want to say. And I, I've thought of a couple of things. I think the, the first one might, might seem like the least obvious, but I don't... Just, just by talking to you about this, like, I feel not that I feel felt didn't feel great coming into this conversation, but I feel better already. Um, and I just feel we, this, this is why I'm really passionate about kind of, um, makers and creators actually having like face-to-face or like video conversations, like real conversations. Um, yeah, just like if you've been connected with someone online for a while or like on Twitter, just reach out and say, Hey, like, do you fancy a call sometime? Um, depends catching up. Like, I I really like what you're up to. And that often leads to like this conversation that that's pretty much how you and I like got to know one another. And then, you know, I guess we started having more conversations and now we're, you know, recording them. Um, so that, that's the first thing I would say, like, honestly, like just, just have conversations with other, with other people on the same path as you, um, people, you know, on Twitter already. The second thing i wanted to say and this has been huge for me um but like journaling um journaling lets you check in with how you feel so whereas i spoke earlier of like you know when i i felt crappy like slipping into like a spiral and not noticing like me how i've basically it's just been useful for me to realize recognize how i feel and when i'm slipping into unhealthy patterns So um, there's loads of different types of journaling, but there's a form that I really like, which is super simple. You answer three questions. You can do it morning, night, or both. And it's, how do I feel right now? What do I need right now? And what would I love to have? And it's amazing, because you're checking in with how you feel. Um, So that's the second thing I wanted to say. And then the last thing, um, every day when you're doing your to-do list, Or you're thinking, you know, what I want to get done and all this stuff. Ask yourself, where do I want to create space today? And give yourself time. Like I'm talking a good, like I I've I take a good hour, two hours at lunch every day um, to work out or to you know sit in the spa or have a shower or to walk back from the coffee shop. Or whatever it might be, or to watch, you know, an episode of the office over lunch, create space in your day. So mine would be like connect with others. Have have those conversations journal with those three questions are a great start and like create space in your day. Like when you're doing your to-do list, like be like, okay, where am I going to put space in my day? Or, you know, it, it might, yeah, that, that I'll leave it at that. Those would be my three. Okay awesome i think this is great um
0: i think that wraps up this this episode i think that's 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 all we have to say on i mean we have more to say but i think that's a natural conclusion
1: (laughs) yeah no it's a great place to leave it and like that was yeah no i i i enjoyed having that conversation because like i said it it just feels better for me like I guess taking setting my own example that first one like having more having more honest and open conversations like yeah no this is a this is a good place to leave it so um, I appreciate it and uh, yeah thanks for the I guess the research that you had done coming into this because that definitely helped I feel this time with the flow of our conversation um, that you done yeah. with, so I appreciate that
0: yeah hopefully we can I don't know if people who are listening notice but I try to add some structure to the the podcast. I took this uh storytelling course. I think it's already paying dividends in my YouTube videos and I also think down this podcast. <laughs> um yeah.
1: I think so. Yeah. All right. Catch you guys next time. Take it easy.
0: All right. See ya.